Hey, how's it going, everyone? Uh, I'm back. Sorry for the delay. I wanted to do um, episode five yesterday, but I'm going to just do it today, I guess. Uh, just got a little bit busy. Uh, today, I'll be going over um, some new houses and what a drywall inspection is and what the new house inspection uh, is all about. Um, so, you know, sometimes, you know, everything that's coming, happening right now in America, uh, throughout the world, we're all building new houses every day. And I've noticed that in some areas, uh, these new houses, like some companies like Taylor Morrison or uh, Beeline, they'll develop all these houses, like a hundred houses at once, you know, and then they'll have it done in like four to six months. Uh, and we got to worry and think about it. You know, they're building these houses so fast. They're building a hundred houses in just five or six months. And then, you know, originally they're telling you it's this much and then they change the price later on, which that can't be right, right? We should have one set price from beginning to end. And the reason they're doing that is because they're making more money on the first 20 houses. So they're going to just keep upping the prices on, until they sell out. Once they sell that, the first 100 houses, then they'll up the price on the second 100 houses that they build. And right now in Elk Grove, California, on Beeline, they've just got 12,000 acres of land. And now they're building, they just started building houses. Now, there's a, a few things we got to worry about. If we buy a new house, or if we buy an older house, what's the difference? Sometimes older houses are in better condition than the brand new houses that just got built. This has happened in my experience. In the last five years, I've noticed a lot of issues with newer houses. So I do a thing called a pre-drywall inspection. A pre-drywall inspection is when the house is framed and I come in and I identify key issues. And then I do a final inspection. And the final inspection uh, is basically when the drywall's there, everything's in. I think the bathtubs and showers are usually in by that time. And they don't have the toilets in yet. And everything else like the electrical and gas is all working. <clears throat> so I would come in and I would just identify those issues I've noticed recently that a lot of houses that are being built, it's the attic spaces that are having the major issues. It's not that the house is not being framed correctly and the raptor beams are not being done correctly. It's more of the installation issue. Houses in California and some other states in the United States, we have to have a thing called energy conservation houses, which means that the house itself has to be uh, energy sufficient. It can't have too many holes or be too hot or too cold. So if it's 118 degrees outside, the house inside should be about 80 to 85 degrees, roughly. No more than 90. And then your air conditioning system should pick up uh, that rest of that, that 15 degree difference. So your house should be about 75, 65 to 75 degrees, depending on the person. We usually better energy says 74 to 78 degrees should be your AC system at all times. You always set it to that 74 to 78 degrees, uh, that difference. And then your heating system should be about 77, 78 degrees as well. 
And we do this because we're saving electricity and we're helping the grid. Uh, every country and every state is different. Uh, California has their own regulations and rules. So new houses that are being built have to have that installation in the attic space in a certain way. Uh, has to have wall installation of at least uh, R-Type 8. And the attic space is usually R-Type, uh, R-type 10 and higher. So an R10 is, is a normal for an attic space. Some houses are R14, depending on um, if it's a two-story or a single-story building. And warehouses don't usually use the upper insulation. They use a kind of a, a base set insulation. So you know those, um, those panel roofing or panel ceilings that you'll see inside of a, an office space? Well, those are actually insulated. And those are usually an R4 to an R8. So they have their own installation. Uh, but there's a huge difference between the two of, of, a, of a house structure and a um, warehouse structure. It's just differently the way that they built. So houses, the newer houses, I've been doing a lot of new inspections. And there are also these things called smart homes. So a newer house is basically built with everything up to date. So it's modern to now. And they usually use PEX plumbing. PEX plumbing is like the normal. So they use PEX plumbing with ABS. And the installation in the attic space is supposed to be an R11, R14. They're putting it along the roof sheathing, which is causing a lot of issues. They do a thing called netted um, installation where they either net or strap it to the sheathing. Uh, This fails like all over the place. I mean, I have probably done 50 homes in this last year and we're only in almost August now and I have noticed um I've done more than 50 then uh but I've done a lot of houses anyway so the houses are I've noticed the newer houses are all showing issues with the insulation the older houses are using the um two there's two types of insulation I've seen so far uh in depending on where you're located. So normally, about 13, 13 years ago, when I started in San Luis, near San Luis Obispo, the installation that they use there is the, if it's a 1950s to a 1965 house, they're using uh, the old asbestos uh, type of material. And if it was a 1979 or 19, yeah, about 1975, 1979 to 1984, they're using the, um, so it's going to be the, the fiberglass insulation. They call it uh, uh, either curled insulation or just fiberglass pieces. You'll just.